What's going on, world? Your man, Mr. Mac. And I'm Crystal Levin. This is the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the okay. show coming to you live and direct with no guests. It's just going to be us. Not that that's a bad thing, but it is definitely a thing. Uh, plenty to talk about. We really don't need help doing it. Uh, sorry for the little break. I was sick, ducking COVID, and now I'm back in effect. Yeah, the marathon <laughs> continues. Shout out to the boy Nipsey. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there we go. What's up with you? Uh, welcome back, y'all. Um, spring is in the air. Yes, it is. And here in New York, that means 30 one day and 80 the next day. <laughs> I never know how to dress. I never know what the mood. I mean, listen, you can look at the weather all you want, but until it actually happens, I don't buy it. Hoodies so, and Tim's. Hoodies and Tim's with a tank top underneath. Okay. And maybe a leather jacket if it gets really breezy. Nah, you, you have to, they, they can't be any leather jacket. You have to, you have to maybe a denim jacket, but definitely not a leather. You have to accept that at some point during the day, you're going to be uncomfortable. That's what spring and fall weather means in New York City. There is no dressing for the weather. That's why the dudes who wear, who drive cars are always better off because they can leave something in the trunk of the back seat. Or the but, chicks, ladies who do. Well, uh, yeah, people who drive cars can always I was like, leave something. I on. drive a car. <laughs> yeah. um, but and lately, I, and I been, do not. So there you go. I've been really getting into biking mm-hmm. lately. Lately, um, I got my roommate's bike fixed, which is cool, but it's like a racing bike type of thing. And then when you take a bike somewhere, you have to like chain it up or bring it with you or whatever. So I also got a city bike membership. Mm-hmm. In different cities, they have different or i guess is it city bike in all over all over the u.s do you know i do are asking because in person. london in london it's bark bikes it's barclays oh bank. cute yeah because it's, it's yeah bark banks bark bikes anyway um yeah so i've been biking a lot but yesterday was it was rather chilly in the sun it was great in the shade it was not i have to buy a bike i got gloves i brought gloves i was so cold i gotta buy a bike first then i'll get gloves but i gotta buy a bike i need a um it, I've been telling myself I was going to get one for like the last couple of seasons, last mm-hmm. couple of springs, maybe like the last two, three years. Well, I think I COVID and pandemic really got people thinking about um, like alternative exercise and getting outside and like appreciating it more. Uh, like being I've stuck been, in your I'm house will that. make you want to take a walk. And I had a dog for the last 14 years and he died in February. And now I don't have an excuse to just, as soon as I wake up, go outside mm-hmm. so rest I in peace my yeah r.i.p my baby i used to i love that dog yeah he was a good boy i love that one he was pulled. part of everything and people don't i mean we can have a whole segment on pets how i feel about them how the world is you know they're important no, we don't deserve dogs i'll, I'll tell you I'll, let me before we go any further i'm going to start right now saying that people human beings in general do not deserve dogs dogs are way too good for us they're 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 amazing we don't some of, them are, some of them are traumatized and can be mean but that's beside the point they want to be good they want i've never to met a dog loyal. i've never mm-hmm. met a bad dog who didn't have something happen to it that made it a bad dog yeah they're not born that's like we're no. not born racist we're not they're not born bad they're not born violent they're born like literally loving and loyal and like looking to be taken care of that's why we don't deserve dogs yeah. they're better than us as as people they make better people than we do but I've had this conversation with several people, including my roommate and other people that, like my friend Maya, who loves dogs. Like she'll run through traffic to say hi to a cute dog across the street. Or she's like, oh my God, he's cute. And I'm like, he's kind of old. She's like, that's the guy, the dog. <laughs> Disrespectful. Um, but we had this conversation about people that think dogs are better than people. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you a better person for thinking that. It means that you're giving up on your own kind and you need to work on being a better human. We can agree that dogs are better, but you can't give up on humanity. I really, really fully believe that because people that are like rescue dog or shelter workers and, and don't like people or are mean or rude to people in favor of dogs. No, I think that has to go hand in hand. I think dogs should learn to make you a better person. That sounds good until you look outside or look on the internet and you notice that little Nas X is promoting 
a Satan sneaker that's supposed to have that a drop of blood in it. I haven't watched the video. Yo, I saw just like a clip. It was like a one woman's reaction video to it. So it's playing and she's on the other side going like, like she's making crosses. Cause he's like pole dancing and humping and whispering at the devil. Like mm-hmm. it's not even just hints at it. It's like just, mm-hmm. and listen, gay straight or whatever. It's just, it's so far off the deep end of what I would call mainstream or or palatable to the masses. Mm-hmm. Even if I was gay, I would have a problem with the imagery. Mm-hmm. Like, and my sister's gay, and like I know plenty of gay people. And mm-hmm. to each their own. Art is supposed to be artistic, but it's. A- I don't think there's anything artistic about it. I don't think I don't think he's making any artistic expression. I think this is a clout chase, pushing plain the and simple. envelope. No, I think this is what happens when. You hit you you get a home run with hometown road, um, and then right after that, a bunch of your singles fail in a row, and you can't recapture that magic. I think I think mm-hmm. this is what happens when you know you've been trying to go for it and trying to get it popping, and it just doesn't work out for you. I think this is what it comes to. Well, back to what you said about the, the dogs versus people. And when you look out, you know, look out the window and see what people are doing. Mm-hmm. I get that there are a lot of jacked up people. Case in point, everything to do with the George Floyd case, which is going ongoing right now. The fact that this is even up for debate, the fact that they even need a 12 person jury mm-hmm. to decide that he did what he did on camera and it's wrong. If a dog bites somebody, viciously they put it down without a question without a question they don't even need to see it on film and there's no rehabilitation and i'm not i'm not even for death penalty per se mm-hmm. just only because only because there's been so many retractions of so many like dna yeah, no, I'm, like, not, really, I'm not yeah i can't i can't really get behind that um not in good faith 99 percent no. of the time i'm anti death penalty yeah and i think that there's people that are a waste of space but it's not my call Sort of that's God's call. Like gotcha. they, they don't belong around other people though. I think that we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve free reign to do what they did again or to enjoy movies on the weekend or to have a girlfriend or whatever the case may be. They don't get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't get to play with the other kids in the sandbox anymore. Um, I feel like it's, it's borderline turning into entertainment though. And I'm nervous about that. Like even the, remember back in the OJ trials and any big trial turns into a, a media circus. And I hope we don't lose sight of the point of it. Well, this generation that, has by a finding chance the to, finer points. Th- this generation has a chance to learn from our mistakes. To, to, even if you can't really consider them mistakes, <clears throat> if, if you want to take it from Rodney King or you want to take it from uh, Emmett Till, um, any of these, uh, any of these other trials where we've allowed certain things to happen blatantly, and we've made blatant mistakes, or you know, we weren't paying attention exactly to the, we we allowed the press to sensationalize and get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. I just remember. I mean, even keep going, keep going. There's a there. We have an opportunity now to learn from those same mistakes. Um, here's hoping. Well, the problem is you're asking us to learn at the same time as Lil Nas X is doing this crap. So there's, some of us are yeah, way but- better than we were before. <clears throat> and, and because of all this technology and access and knowledge and information that we have, like I was just talking to somebody about <clears throat> counseling, just the idea of it. And I was, I'm a, all of us from, you know, that are, I don't know, 30 plus. We're from a generation of shaming of like, under the cover, under the, under the rug, ignore it. Depression is an excuse, you know, mind over matter, <clears throat> snap out of it, all that. Mm-hmm. We're past that, mostly. Most of, the, most of our country, at least, and I think most of, I don't know about most of the world, most of our country, because of information and because of the internet and because of, I guess, group maturity, like it's become cool to, t- to take care of yourself again. Mm-hmm. It's become cool to sort of 
work on yourself. I used to call it earth, moon, and stars, frou-frou bullshit. That was my thing. Earth, moon, and stars, frou-frou bullshit. Anything to do with the zodiacs, retrograde, um, self-analyzation, like self-actualization, um, affirmations. This all was like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, communication, it, you know, if you work on it, it's fake. I want somebody who, like in, in my life who's just like a magical fit for me, like lightning gonna strike. <laughs> and I just watched The One and it's like this idea that there's a genetic match. It's a, the show, The One on Netflix. It's really good, but it's, even if there's a genetic match for you, or even if you know, you're know you predisposed to be a genius or the next president, you still have choices to make. Mm-hmm. And what if I meet my genetic match and he's an arms dealer? Nope, can't get behind it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not my bag. But that, again, that leads us back around to, because you brought up Little Nas X. I, I didn't want to move off of that yet. Okay. He's being called on his nonsense. Mm-hmm. You dig what I mean? People yeah. who people who thought that therapy was just, you know, fruitful nonsense it, are also being called on it because now accountability becomes sexy. and now we have an we actually have a situation where we understand that it's possible to go too far in one direction or the other Mm. uh you ought to be ashamed of that don't you ever do that keep that to yourself keep it under wraps keep it under covers don't you know blah 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 versus the other side of oh well well, yeah well no you (laughs) ought to be ashamed of that you you that you should be ashamed of that you should be embarrassed there's there's no good reason morally for you to do something like that no that's not cool no we're not accepting that little Nas X currently is being drugged through the mud because people are starting people are seeing it for what it is it's not being excused anymore as artistic expression as opposed to just a plain old-fashioned clout chase People remember that he dropped three singles between Old Town Road and now, and they all fell flat. Like Panini was one of them. And and I think Rodeo or Rodeo was another one. Mm. All fell flat. All his singles fell flat. Yeah, exactly my point. Because they're trash. And this is what happens when you can't make music. You make headlines instead. You, 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 Mm. attention is the, you know, new currency. Currency, Here here he comes. Same thing with the trial that we're on right now, as far as, This cop who knelt on George Floyd's neck till he killed him. You know, we have an opportunity to not swing so far in the other direction. Maybe we don't. Maybe we understand that even if George Floyd was a criminal, that doesn't give a cop the right to execute him in a gutter. Right. That's not how that works. And no, Our it was a cop. system was actually set up. <laughs> yeah. It, the way it was set up, the rules are not unfair, clearly. Stacked against black and brown bodies right but it was with the basic rules our checks and balances in order for there to be a process not just a one-shot decision by one person it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. a consensus like a group or at least a majority agreement before anything like that happens well cops started imprisoning people in their back of their cars for weeks and months because they felt like they deserved it like like that's like giving prison time jail time before conviction that's i mean we're really he, he not did the but execution that's, because of yeah i was about to say that's kind of where we are that's kind of what he did did you I'm see saying, that like, did you see that trial did you see that one guy that uh dude in la i'm trying to remember his name saved my life he was parked in a parking lot the cops approached him they told him to turn the car off he offered to move the car they told him to yeah. turn the car off he said he was just waiting for somebody. They told him to turn the car off. He started to drive away. And then they shot at him a bunch of times while he was driving away. Did you catch that? Yep. <clears throat> you know, just, you yeah. listen to the, you listen to the, you, you think that there's a possibility that we've made all this progress, but then you listen to the news reported, right? And the news says that he was parked illegally. But number one, yeah, he wasn't. He was was sitting sitting. in a car. He was was standing. He's there's a difference between no standing and no parking signs. We know this in New York. They are different colors and they mean different things. And even in LA, car left it. Right, and even in LA, a private lot isn't subject to city rules. 
So when the cops approached them saying you're parked illegally, like I'm not waiting a minute. I'm gonna private unless unless the private lot, person said he's trespassing, which didn't happen. Right. Which didn't happen. Ah. Or asked him to move. But that that didn't stop the that didn't stop the reporter from saying that he was parked illegally. I feel so, like we're go ahead. Um it goes back to I was having a, a miniature I don't know what I'm turning 35. I was, I was having a good for you. Third life, third life crisis. Third, third, one third of my life. <laughs> it was quarter life, half midlife. What's a third? I don't know. Something like that. Um, and I was just, just sort of going through it. Cause like a lot of, of my mindset growing up is pretty disillusioned now. Like what I thought okay. about luxury brands, what I thought about celebrities, what I thought about love and relationships, what I thought about politicians and people in power mm-hmm. everything is i wouldn't say crashing down but it's not what i thought mm-hmm. and i've realized this over time it's incremental like I've, I've had this conversation before this year and and in different ways especially throughout covid and throughout um blm throughout all these worldwide nationwide discussions that we've been having but it just brought to mind the fact that i used to think that people in charge earned it, which is the first joke. Um, people who are poor earned that, they deserve that. Well, and I don't think <laughs> I did. I think I just, I, I sort That's of- That's the general consensus into, though. Right, it's sort of like the, the caste system, like you were just born into it, there's not really much chance for you. I believe in the American, like a couple people can jump through it, jump above it, but they say your relationship with money or success determines where you get, and I, fully believed for a long time that <clears throat> that my bank account should would would never be over x amount and therefore if it ever did i made sure to get it down back down to normal <laughs> like if i had money i would spend it instead of invest or instead of like i it was like when you get some cash and spend it on the weekend instead of like uh you could be coming up but every weekend you put yourself back down into the barrel with the rest of the crabs mm-hmm. that's that's um financial immaturity right but it also comes from your belief system that that you're at the level you're supposed to be you just get to have these little spikes of fun but you're supposed to stay at this level i've never heard that before today yeah i was today years old when i heard that yeah so when you believe something you if you if you think about times you were hurt your mood goes to being hurt or if you think about how the world is unfair you're going to notice how unfair the world is every step of the way Mm -hmm. which is not not true there's two sides to everything but if you look for the opportunity for the you know blessing for the um if you believe that you're worth more than the contract that you're being offered Mm -hmm. truly believe it it's not that it's it's not magic it's that you create it by your mannerisms by your words by your indignation at the wrong at the wrong offer it's like huh, you know i'm worth more than that come on mm-hmm. let's up the price and then, <clears throat> and then people just see you as somebody that's worth more yeah, that's what i'm doing now that's rich people bring money to them rich people don't that's what i'm doing now that's what i'm doing now as far as as far as hoping that the Derek Chauvin trial goes the right way. As far as you know this little nas x thing i'm hoping he just goes away i'm, I'm hoping everybody just understands that you know, and I was also, well, the reason I was actually saying all that is also believing all these belief systems means that people that got where they are, important politicians and cops and whoever, like people, it's just because they believe they deserved it, just because they wanted it, just because they went out and did it. They went out and got votes. Half the people in the House of Representatives are dumb. I said it. Sorry. I've heard their, I've heard their questions. I've heard their debates. Not impressed. I'm smarter than them. I also don't want to be in the House of Representatives. Right. If I, most of them don't have law degrees. I used to think that they were all like lawyers and doctors and important inventors, like the founding fathers or something. Like I thought Mm -hmm. they had credentials and no, they just went out and got votes and raised money, Mm -hmm. which is a feat. They worked hard. They got in there, but it's only because they wanted to be there. Yeah, that's like Kim Kardashian level thing. Right. They don't deserve to make decisions for our lives. Mm -hmm. But those of us that actually probably do have 
decent moral compasses and IQ as well as EQ don't want that job. Mm-hmm. We want to be celebrities. And that's the problem. Boom. I maybe, said maybe. Everybody wants a piece of the fame pie and not the public servant pie. And there are exceptions to Mika Mallory. There's, you know, Killer Mike had rap fame and decided, you know, David Banner. Well, he, he really, the, the, people. the people you're naming now really haven't had to make a choice. Tamika Mallory, maybe, but David Banner and, and Killer Mike knew what it was to be famous before they became activists in that way. Right, but I'm saying, right. It's, they, I guess through their fame, they're making activism possibly cooler. Totally. Being, being politically active and knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. But people still want the cool part. And they still want... Who doesn't? You know, that's a problem, though. It is a problem that it, being cool and having cool points, I think, is good. Is, is fun. I was talking to my friend, um, Nima, actually, about this. I said, I, sometimes I look at, like, hippies or artist types, and I'm like, well, why couldn't I just... Couldn't you be happy on, like, a commune or, like, painting and, like, crocheting or going to dive bars instead of going to the cool places I go? And she was like, we're talking about privilege. And she's like, I mean, I have popular privilege. And I go, yeah, but what does it really get us? It's fun to be looked at as cool. Mm-hmm. But there's drama, bullshit, disillusion. We're like, over it sometimes. We're over even the coolest people in the club. We're like over them or mm-hmm. see that they're human and see that they do bullshit too. And I was like, the people that go to dive bars have dive bar personal drama. We have one oak personal drama. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone looks at certain things like it's somehow magically better, like being rich or being having been, a six pack. I've been saying for years that there's nothing, nothing comes without consequences in this world. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It, even the good stuff, even telling somebody I love you comes with a certain amount of responsibility if you really mean it. And then uh-huh. if you don't mean it, there's a consequence behind that. Nothing comes without consequences. I think, I think the problem is most people don't most people don't understand that consequences are coming. Most don't understand it. They don't have a choice in the consequences that they get. Right. I think that's the biggest you can choose thing. the action. What comes back to you is sort of what the world right. and other people. Right. I want to be famous. Okay. Here come the consequences of being famous. I want to be a cool kid. I no problem. Here come the consequences of being a cool kid. I want to be a politician. I want to go into public service. No problem. Here come all the consequences of being a, a public servant and helping people in real life. Here, here comes mm-hmm. everything that comes with that. And right. I think if Challenges, people, consequences, repercussions, all sorts. Always, of always. And some of them can be good. Mm-hmm. Some of them can be good, especially if you're built for them. But most people never even stop to consider what the consequences are. We go back to little Nas X. This dude wanted to be famous in the worst way. He came up with a song that blew up. Now here come the consequences. You have to stay famous or go back to regular life. And he doesn't want to do that. So is he willing to trade his soul to the devil in order to stay famous? Kind of looks like it. But these are your consequences. And when hell is hot and it's dark and deep, I, you know, via con Dios, homie, because most people, they're... Like my father used to say, you're in on the heist. You just don't like your cut. This is what you ask for. This is exactly what you ask for. And very few people who understand that consequences come with everything are not going to be here to sit and listen to you complain about the consequences you chose, whether you knew you were choosing them or not. Most of, that's, the, that's most of our issues. Most of us don't understand that you are for. choosing the consequences. Yeah, that you yeah. signed up for this. I don't. And me, it, 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 my biggest issue, I lose tons of friends because I don't have any patience for self-inflicted issues. Mm. It's really hard for me to sit and listen to somebody complain about consequences that come with being what they chose to be. Super difficult. I, what? How do you feel about, I'm curious, just in general, what do you consider, what type of things are, are self-inflicted, do you think? I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Like what's, what type of issues? Give me like a couple examples. 
all right, these these are pretty corny examples, but they're just the ones that come off the top of my head. Uh, let's say you chose to date a woman who has three kids by three separate dudes. Okay. You know, yeah, you love her to death. Yeah, she's good for you. She's good to you, et cetera, et cetera. You don't have any free time. The kids always need time. The fathers are constantly down your neck beating you in the head about you spending time with their kids or you you can't discipline their kids and you know the fathers want to fight you because one of them is still in love and they're still trying to hump your woman and or or you take a you take a job at some firm that's like super popular and now you have to work like crazy and you never get a day off because you're trying to earn your way up the ladder but now you know your family is pissed off at you because you're constantly working and you're never home and you're never available to them. So they start cutting you out of certain stuff. So signing up for challenges that are beyond your capability is self-inflicted? No, no. Um, Well, yeah, especially if you knew you were out of your league. Yes. Well, because ambition is supposed to be sort of the goal. I hear what you're saying. I'm just curious. because There's a cost that comes with ambition. That's my point. Right. You can be but ambitious to do whatever you want. It still comes with a cost. And can you take it is the question. And if you can't understand it's no one's fault but yours. Mm-hmm. That's that's up to you to decide whether you can take what comes with this ride or not. And if you can't fall back and understand that there's no shame in staying inside of the pocket that you can handle. If you I think can- there's so many people that are so deep in whatever they signed up for that I don't know, this is me too. This is, there's some things I've signed up for that I've been in for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if I can, if I'm quote unquote built for it. I've been doing certain things longer than most would have, mm-hmm. but am I built for it just cause I was able to? That's up to you. Um, to and, then, and then at what point, do you go for something that's more in your wheelhouse? 100% how do you, how do you up exit to you to determine. Things? I think we're also taught too that like stopping something is quitting it is failing. That's nonsense. But uh, words have power and we're taught mm-hmm. the wrong things in a million ways, even though they were supposed to be helpful. Like my mom telling me that being humble is good or being like, you know, serving others is a good thing, like Peace mm-hmm. Corps type stuff. I turned that into never do things for yourself first. That's selfish and bad. <laughs> like the way that the mind works and the way that young Crystal couched that. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like, wait, what is self-care, self-love? These words sound like selfish. Like mm-hmm. you, want me to, you want me to stop doing things for my friends because somehow I'll be happier disappointing them and selfish I'm like, in itself has gotten a bad rep right there's a good and bad word for everything self-care versus self-ish or no selfish self-preservation right yeah we've we've confused we've lumped them all in this into each other right and the person the people here's the catch the, be, the people yeah. who lump them in together most are the ones who are looking to take advantage of you the people who will turn self-care and self-preservation into selfish are people who were previously taking advantage of your selfless nature or people who look to take or, advantage of you. Or they selfless. met you. This is who you are. That's what they met you as. And now you want to change it? That, 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 that's not the same thing. Like even, even in that, you're being an extremely selfish person for asking somebody to continue to behave in a manner towards you that benefits you and not them that that's you taking advantage of it like that's that person taking you taking advantage of your nature or or you being this specific kind of way yeah i don't know thanks for the therapy (laughs) i'm not sure what how how to get past some of these things and i don't think i think that the world is full of very different types of people and it wouldn't it would be boring or perfect i'm not sure which if we all got over our issues i think having by virtue of having some people that feel loved or needed 
by being needed you know like if no one ever asked me to pick them up I would be like uh (laughs) like I like doing that I genuinely do Mm -hmm. and then there's some people that thrive off of um you know they give their good energy and everything else falls into place right like Mm -hmm. people give to them all the time people chase them to give them things so they're like I wouldn't like to call them energy vampires they're they're takers but they give this amazing energy that makes people want to keep giving them Mm -hmm. that's like the celebrity magic if you will even if you're not a celebrity there's people like that that I know Mm -hmm. somebody whose birthday was yesterday (laughs) but she shows up with all this bundle of energy and things just happen things fall Mm -hmm. into her lap and therefore you never stop to consider what do you really give back or is anybody being used by this are they being misused is the question yeah because we talk about used being useful like use me i'm useful if, if not i'm right. less if this is what you if this is where that person is gaining validation might be the wrong word but if if people are happy to have you around just because of your vibe you're no one to tell them no you should want more from me than that right that's not really that's not really your call and that's sort of my point is that we have so many different types of people so like for most of my life I've been this giver pleaser all this and then when you realize that you're not getting back what you need which maybe wasn't what I needed 10 years ago like I don't think I needed certain things I was either getting that attention or, or fulfilling somewhere else or I just didn't even need it yet like mm-hmm. you, things change when you get you know old mm-hmm. <laughs> older Grown. yep um but yeah when you realize that who do you point fingers at it's self-inflicted all this nobody time, no sh- yeah but I that- showed people what I needed and whatever for all these years and now I'm waking up being like well, no, I, see that, that, that's, that's where you, that's where that's why I was asking about stuff. That's where you're stumbling. It's okay. not a matter of waking up. It's a matter of things change. It's not like you were being duped this entire time, or you were being foul to yourself this entire time, or you were putting off goods for yourself in order to be good to somebody else this entire time. That's not what was happening. Mm-hmm. What, what you're describing is, uh, you know, at this time, this was a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. Things have changed and things have changed. So now th- what was good for me then is not good necessarily great for me. It's, it's the same as anything else. I was at my old apartment over the week. I pulled out like sweatshirts and pairs of jeans that I used to love. I tried mm-hmm. to put one of them on. No, sir. Not for you. No, sir. Did, did, did the shirt change? No. Is it the shirt's fault that it doesn't fit me anymore? That it doesn't look the same on me that it did then? It doesn't benefit me the same way? Right. No. Or even appeal to you. I've outgrown that shirt. No, the shirt still looks dope. I just can't wear it anymore. Right. That's, but that's all that is. It's also it, the styles too. I mean, you can look back and it's like, I've changed my perspective but I, on exactly it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a matter of, it's not a matter of, uh, you know, was I wrong all this time or was I, was I being used all this time? No, you were fine up until you weren't. Okay. It was good up until it wasn't. It worked up until it didn't. Like, were you lying to yourself or has, have, have circumstances and situations changed with growth, with, 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 with change? Like, I, I, I think taking, taking stock of ourselves is probably one of the most important things and I don't know, you know, maybe birthdays, maybe New Year's, you know, those types of You're supposed of to do that every year. That's what resolutions are for, but most of us don't do it. We just clown right. and we, we use it as an excuse to not drink for a couple of months. You're supposed to be taking stock like couple every couple of months. Yeah. Like all yeah. of that. that's what therapy is for. Nine times out of 10, it's like a bunch of little checklists, but you're supposed to be checking yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. I definitely do because I've realized that things change and here, here's, here's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is your basic plumbing is still who you are and what you are. Your basic plumbing doesn't change nine times out of 10. You don't change your basic plumbing, but you evolve. You, you add attachments onto the house and you add rooms and you, you subtract some rooms. You don't go in this room as often as you used to. And maybe what used to be in that room was the end all be all. And it's not anymore. 
Maybe mm. playing video games was your favorite stress reliever, and now it's crocheting or, or dancing or yoga or martial arts. Like things change. It doesn't mean that crocheting was a bad thing. Right. It doesn't mean that you know video games was a bad thing. It just means things changed out. But it doesn't. It doesn't mean that growth doesn't need to be seen as a negative thing when you compare it to the when you compare it to the time before you started growing which i think we have a tendency to do too often so <clears throat> you and i agree on this hopefully some people listening agree on this how do we get dumbass politicians and cops to start taking stock and reconsidering they won't they unless there's consequences for for what they've done but uh, yes, fear consequences are important, but also people oftentimes bristles go up and they double down on their behavior because they feel like it's us versus them or they're attacking me. They get defensive. So how do we make it make them think this is psychological warfare? How do we get them to cons- to make them think it's their idea? You, you, you don't. You're describing the behavior of narcissistic people. Narcissistic people have the ability that the hmm. fact they have the ability to do the mental gymnastics that keep them in the right in the first place. So the idea that you're going to be able to show them that they're wrong, you're automatically going against who and what they are in general. Then they're just as bad as the criminals that claim to be trying to whatever. They're not sorry. They're only sorry they get caught. So they're going to keep finding ways to get away with shit. And we need to be okay with that. We need to be okay with catching these people and letting that be enough. Okay. Like Derek Chauvin needs to go to jail for a long time, and that needs to be enough. We, you can't. How do we also get better people in these jobs? How do we make it more appealing? That's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. You gotta be more careful about where you place your faith. Put it this way, and I, I, I love that I keep finding ways to go back to this kid. I don't think the people who played Old Town Road would have kept playing it had they known that three failed singles later, he was going to be given a lap dance to the devil and trying to put out a sneaker with human blood in it. That is so sick. You dig what I'm saying? I don't don't think anybody would have signed up for that intentionally. I doubt that. No, I mean, but you meet a girl and you find out she has three kids and she's great though. And then you get into the weeds and you're like, shit. This is right way more than I planned on, but now you're in because now you love her. Well, now you got to walk out because you love yourself more. And that's, and that's where I'm coming from as far as yeah, politicians and cops and all that other right. good stuff. It, but it's, it's a fact. That's where I'm coming from with politicians and cops and all that other stuff. Like, yes, I understand that we, we, didn't, we didn't know going in that this guy was going to be this kind of person. Or maybe somebody did and they just overlooked it because they were that kind of person too. Maybe they didn't realize that he was going to kneel on somebody's neck till he killed him. Or maybe they did realize it, but they didn't really see the harm in it because they've convinced themselves that that kind of thing is okay when you're dealing with criminals. Criminals. So who's to say? Like, you know, there's a lot of different back and forth to analyze the situation before it happens and try and prevent those kind of people from being in power. But on the other end of it, for the people who, for the people whose job and objective it is to get these evil people out of positions of power, we have to be okay with getting them out of positions of power and accept that they may never see the wrong in what they did. That may not be the case. Derek Chauvin may go to jail for the rest of his life thinking that he was framed and set up and doesn't deserve to be there. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay that he thinks that way, but you still have to go to jail and pay for what you did. Like, but I can accept that you'll never, you'll never think that you were wrong. I can accept that. You still got to go though. You still have to be in jail. He's going to pretend find Jesus. Watch. Um, I hope he really finds Jesus. I hope you find Jesus while you're paying for what you did wrong. I hope you do. I hope it brings you some kind of peace. I don't wish you malice. I just wish you, you know, my favorite, I have the day you deserve. Right. So also, next question, totally uncomfortable. Um, if, if we have such a bad opinion of, of the people 
in charge, how do we get better people in there? Because like good people don't want to be cops right now because the cops have such a bad rap. How do you get better policing and better lawmakers if everybody, if even by going in that general direction, you are seen as corrupt, evil, racist pigs or, you know, it's just pure corruption. That's how I see the government in general nowadays. Mm-hmm. How do we get better people in it if we just continue to demonize the entire genre? Well, number one, we are we demons to, currently, mostly. Number one, we have to be correct about the labels that we use. We're not demonizing anybody. We're, we're, we're labeling at, we're calling it like we see it. Um, and number two, I think it takes for good people to stand up when they see something bad happening. I think that I think we've Arguing allowed there are no good cops because if they yeah, were good, they would have said something. They would have said something. I think I think if you claim to be a good cop, there should have been a time when you busted another cop or and stopped them. Cops, I mean, and there are cops like that. There I'm sure. Cops. I'm yeah. sure. But homeboy who homeboy who almost got who almost got murdered in L.A who had to run away from a cop who unloaded his gun at him just for trying to drive off. Like, where was the good cop in that situation? And then all the other cops who showed up and helped hunt this guy down, they had to go, they were tracking him down to find him. Where was the good cop in that situation? How come nobody said, wait a minute, you did what? How? You, you, you did what? Into traffic you shot at this man? What did he do? He drove... Uh- Past you. I don't know that that didn't happen. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know that any of the cops weren't appalled and but no, spoke to their supervisor. If it, if it doesn't happen out loud, it doesn't count. Okay. Public, public well, slander. Police are really and, good at keeping anything quiet that goes which against is, Which is other. part of the problem. Right. Which is okay. part of the problem because public slander with private apologies don't mix. Don't, don't, they don't count. I'm sorry. You, you are, a, you are a public servant. You're in a public eye. You do a public job. What you do behind closed doors does not exist. So if you got punished and we never found out what kind of punishment it is, you might as well have not gotten punished at all. It, uh, sorry, sorry, not sorry. You work for the public. Mm-hmm. I don't think there should be any such thing as, oh, we can't comment on some, on an ongoing investigation or, you know, hit the records are sealed. I don't, I, as a public servant, who do you think you are that right. you can tell me to mind my business as I hire you? Right. I have I'm people who work for me. I have people who work for me right now dealing with extraordinarily personal things like deaths and families and whatnot. And they feel compelled to come to me and tell me what's happening with them because they understand it might affect their job. Right. A job performance, their ability to... Con- hit deadlines etc so the fact that they feel compelled to tell me right and no one's life is on the line in these situations but even those people feel compelled to say hey mecca listen i just need to let you know blah 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 and i'm like oh man damn you didn't need to tell me that but i'm glad i'm glad i know because it helps but, understand yeah you know yikes how dare you have public servants who will sit there and tell you the records are sealed you know, we're not going to comment on that any further. Uh, pretty it'll much, be, it'll be dealt with. Don't yeah, worry. like you yeah. know, they've they've been they've been reprimanded. Well, what was the reprimand? Well, those records were sealed. Wait, what? I I could have sworn you worked for me. <clears throat> I, I didn't know I was at your whim. I thought this, and that's why you want to know uh, how yeah. to get better people into the jobs. First thing you have to do is switch around the way the job is seen and the way the job is done that's another thing that i had forgotten or didn't realize growing up i thought that these people were in charge of us that they had earned the right to be like principals or Mm -hmm. teach you know what i mean like teachers are in charge of you like their Mm -hmm. positions of power i forgot or didn't realize yeah i knew it was our tax dollars but i didn't think about it as i think of taxes as money they take away from us they take it like a parent takes your money Mm -hmm. like i didn't think about we work hard. We pay taxes. They don't take taxes. We pay the taxes. We pay them for them, the government, to then do things for us. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's been couched wrong for, I don't even know how I got that impression, but they definitely, it seeped they through They allowed wrong. it to keep going. They allowed that impression to keep yeah, going. The tail, the tail starts wagging the dog. And that's where we need to start doing things a little different. If you want to know how to get better right. people in there, you have to change the nature of the system that, we're, that you're inserting people into. Mm-hmm. Because if you change the nature of the system, it wouldn't attract the kind of people who it wouldn't attract the kind of people who felt the need to perpetuate the idea that they're in charge of you. Mm-hmm. It, w- it wouldn't attract the they kind have the of right people to be over you. Yeah. It wouldn't attract the kind of people who felt the need to tell you to mind your business and keep their things internal and not be transparent when attract those same kind of people. How does this translate to the music industry? It, it, as far as, as far as who's in charge. It's the same and- thing. It's like the, the labels we used to think we go to the label to get put on, but now the label knows that they need the artist content. No, that hasn't changed. How does, that hasn't changed. Like, but in the artists are managing and people are spending their, you know, whatever, however they're getting. But they don't, they don't want to. That's the difference. Like the, you have to change the nature of the, the thing that this business attracts. The way the music industry is set up right now, it attracts people who want to be creative and don't want to do much of anything else. So as long as that's the case, then no, the business isn't going to change but so much because the people who make the business run don't want any idea of how the machine works. They only want the very loosest, very vaguest idea because that's the sexy part. They don't want the jobs that aren't sexy. Most entertainers just want to be sexy. They don't want, they don't want the work. They don't want the tedious. They don't want the day in, day out, the kind of job that messes your eyesight up and leaves you with. I want to be cool. Right. The kind where you have to wear blue blocking. You can actually see the blue being Mm -hmm. reflected off the glasses because you sit in front of a computer all day and mess your eyeballs up. That's not a sexy job. Mm -hmm. They don't want that job. They want the job that's sexy. So if the nature of if the nature of the product doesn't change, then the kind of people who get involved don't. The only reason why you have people screaming indie now is because it's sexy. It's sexy to be independent. Oh, indie, yeah, yeah. Right. Sexy to be the N D like North Dakota. Um, right. Just the same way that uh Killer Mike and David Banner can make um activism look sexy. They can make that mm-hmm. look cool. You know, Sean King can make it look cool because celebrities retweet him and repost him and dap right. him up. He, he makes that look cool. He's somebody. We use this. I, I was having a conversation last night with a friend of mine and, and he goes, he's, we're talking about different I don't know, door people, promoters type things. Cause you know, New York is coming back slowly. There's other cities that are ahead of us. Um, but we're, we're, we're coming back in the social scene a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking back to the, the doorman thing of, of, who deserves to be in here? And I was like, I have changed because there was, I mean, I was always annoyed that I couldn't bring my shorter friends or my curvier friends or a friend who wore her hair natural to certain places over the years. Cause they were just so judgy and specific. Mm-hmm. Like you can come in, but come on, go, you can't bring these girls. I'm like, they're my girls. <laughs> like, they still will the years, be. Right. Well, and then if I go in, Without them, that's you know, that's messed up. We came out together. You know what I mean? So I don't. And so then if you learn, if you actually do want to go to certain places, you bring different friends. And then it's like, dude, I'm playing the game. Just by virtue of being tall and slim or white, I deserve to spend my money and have a good time. So anyway, it's, it's all the way bullshit. And I agree. But we were talking about how these store people, like when they'll get used to you. They'll see you with certain people. And then you get like a cosign from one person, all of a sudden you're golden. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was the same person. I treated you just the same. And I had the same money or not to spend in this place. I dressed nice or I didn't. And now I'm somebody. Now I matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's crazy how people do that. Like Crystal? dogs sniff each other's butts and decide who's in charge in the dog park. Chris, you're in on the heist. You just so happen to enjoy your cut. Now, exactly. I know that I have the privilege, all sorts of privileges other people don't have, and I don't want to give it back, but I do want it to spread around. I want to lift up. That's not up to you. 
Well, I mean, I insist on certain things. I vocalize, I verbalize. Do, do what you can do as you can do it, but you don't mm-hmm. make the rules. If you're but not the person at the door, you're, you're not, you're not making the rules. Collectively, we do. If, if my voice we, now all we, of a sudden... We're not, not, ta- you're not listen, discussing listen, listen. we. You're discussing no. you. You're, you're talking about if, what you would like. Right, but we are all creating these things by our actions. So if right. I have privilege and I am somebody to these door people and I can... Con- continually co-sign people that they would not have let in i'm saying these people matter like they are somebody they get to drink Mm -hmm. same liquor i do dance the same songs i do Mm -hmm. have the same fun i do and just by reminding them that like somebody that you think matters thinks other people matter by virtue of that I mean, I can't co-sign everybody in the world to get into one oak it doesn't even exist right now and and there it is like, well, not everybody's actually trying to go to one oak because it's. And there's the rest of it. <laughs> Some people is... actually see through the bullshit. Yeah. Right. I miss some of those nights, but I don't miss being out every night. I don't. I don't. I saw it. through a I lot during I COVID. Give, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. I don't, I don't give a shit about that. I, I love don't. observing. I love people watching. I love. But um, I don't go in there looking for what people are looking for. Nah, Buster Rhymes has invited me to a club almost every night we've ever worked together in the studio, and I've yet to go with him once. I'm good. Well, he's like I'm the good. only celebrity in New York City that goes out consistently. Yeah, he's and got it like that. Else, Miami and no, but Miami and LA, it's much more of a. I don't know. New York, New York celebrities don't go to clubs like that. That's his thing. Like you see him at the bar every night. But mm-hmm. well, you will if you're looking. I'm not though. <laughs> uh, this has been a nice conversation. We can we can put a little plug in this right here. We've literally gone all over the place and talked about all kinds of crap. I think we can sum this up with. Derek Chauvin deserves to go to jail. Little Nas X deserves to have to get a day job and um, yeah. And we should uh, all take stock of ourselves every few months. And recognize that, you know, what was good then may not be good today, but that doesn't make it a bad thing. Yeah, sure. In the meantime, in between time, I'm your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This has been the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the okay show may you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live do us a favor go get laid